Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If your government plan would provide coverage for undocumented immigrants. Okay. Let me start with you, Mayor. That is one of the questions from uh, last Thursday night's debate that got Deborah Saunders' fingers a typing. Indeed, Deborah J. Saunders is the White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. The headline would be Democratic presidents want to make America a sanctuary country. Deborah, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you today? Just fine and dandy. You know, I saw in the uh, recent CNN poll that it's 60-40 against this idea, but frankly, I was shocked that it was as low as that. Um, This seems to be certainly the trend in the Democratic Party is, you know, medical uh, or government health care for illegals. Yeah, and I, I, but I do think that a lot of people aren't focusing on what that would really mean. And, I and agree. so the closer you get to the election, the more that that... The, the number of people who oppose it is going to go up because it will be something that gets discussed. And 
you know, we're also watching a, a, a primary field where people just keep moving further and further to the left with absolutely no regard about the cost of these programs and the results of, you know, the minute you say that you decide that uh, crossing the border illegally is just a civil offense, which is something else that the, um, the hopefuls all agree to on Thursday night. Uh, well, I guess that means every, anybody who wants to come here can come here and live here. And I think we're going to have a lot of people moving here if that's the case. Well, it's yeah. really anybody on earth who can afford a bus ticket. Yeah, I mean, you'd be crazy not to get across the the border right. if you live anywhere else in the world, practically. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know if it helps the Democrats or hurts the Democrats that, for so many, the headline coming out of Thursday night was the dust-up between Biden and Kamala over busing. Because the real headline, as you know, you were uh, wise enough to point out, and we were talking about, the real headline is, oh my God, this is where the Democratic Party is. Open borders and free health care for everybody. If the, if this is going to be what they run on, there's no way that's a majority winning national issue, is it? Uh, you know, I don't think so. It was interesting. Trump was on Tucker Carlson last night, and he was talking about how baffled he is about why it is that certain um, uh, you know Democrats in these in these blue states and, and blue cities why do they actually support having sanctuary city laws that. Uh, you know, basically tell people if you are undocumented and you have a criminal record, we won't touch you here. What, what are they thinking? And, and he also was think, asking that about the homeless. But what are they thinking? Are they thinking this is something that people really want? We know their base may want it, but is that something that homeowners want? Well, I think it's mostly just virtue signaling to their peers. There's this burning, burning desire now to be the most enlightened among your social group or your college campus or your your Google uh, lunchroom or whatever. And they know what policies they're supposed to spout to toe the party line. And so they spout them. But, yeah, I, I think there's an incredible lack of adults thinking these things through and saying, all right. These are the ramifications of these policies. It's astounding. It's like the country's being run by kindergartners. In the whole sanctuary city thing, I mean, we, we've talked about this for years, have we not? I mean, San Francisco had a policy that basically protected people who were undocumented, who had criminal records, often extensive criminal records. Like, why would you do that? Why would you tell people, uh, I mean, if you're going to have immigration laws, and there are people who are going to come here, and they're, and they're going to flout them. And uh, you want them at least to be on their best behavior, right? Well, of course. Don't you want to tell them that if they want to stay here, they better obey the law or they're going to be deported? Nope. Well, right. It's a care. wonderful incentive to get people to obey the law, to be law-abiding citizens. Listen, we will let you stay. In fact, there's practically no way you get shipped out unless you break the laws. That's a pretty square deal to me. Especially because we almost never deport anybody who's only here illegally. You got to do something wrong. That's incredibly soft-hearted and generous. But and that was at Barack Obama's platform in his first term, and then by the second term, he dumped it. Again, he, you know, he had uh, uh, secure communities, and basically, he put on the top of the list uh, for deportation people with criminal records. And he actually, in the second term, walked away from that. Uh, again, I mean, why would you do that? We're you, talking. You really want people? Go ahead. No, just why would you tell people it's okay if you have three misdemeanor convictions? We want you to stay. Right. I just don't. I, I, it just doesn't make any sense. And by the way, I mean, it's, I, I, 
I didn't put this in the column. I was trying to find a way to say it right. Hopefully I'll do it this time. When Donald Trump announced that he was running for president in 2015 and he comes down the escalator and he basically says Mexicans are rapists and they're drug dealers, they're the worst. And I was appalled. I just thought that was a wrong thing to say in every way, shape, and form. But you basically have a sanctuary city policy that treats undocumented immigrants the same, whether or not they have clean criminal records or not. Well, listen, I've got a quibble. I think you're grossly uh, mischaracterizing what he said, Deborah, with uh, for all my love for you. He said Mexico is sending us their rapists and their murders and the rest of it, which isn't as usual with Trump. It was a sloppy way to express what he was trying to say. Um, he said there are a lot of nice folks, etc. But anyway, yeah. we're get... talking with Deborah said, J. Saunders, White Horse correspondent, Las Vegas Review Journal. You better, you were in California for a long time as a journalist. Kamala Harris is the flavor of the day. Tell us about her background. Does she believe this stuff? Is this is this who she is? Yeah, I mean, you know, she was the, the district attorney in San Francisco when they had a number of policies that shielded uh, people with criminal records. Uh, um, so yeah, she 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 supported. Uh, the sanctuary city law in San Francisco. And uh, I mean, that's, that's what her background is, but I want to get back to that. Yes. Trump did say the other things, but he is, he's not, he understood how that message was going to be reported. And we know Mexican doesn't, Mexico doesn't send people over the border. So that's a good point. They're worse. I mean, you know, and, and yes, he did say some of them, of course, are nice people, but this was, his announcement for president. It wasn't just an off-the-cuff remark. It, it did certainly it was, give uh, his opponents a club to beat him with. Uh, hey, um, yes. Deborah J. Saunders of the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal is on the line. Dang it. Oh, I was just going to say, um, no discussion of immigration, illegal or legal, the border, the, the, the humanitarian crisis, any of it can pass without observing that Congress is utterly useless, cowardly and useless. They do nothing, even though it's their specific job to deal with this stuff. Well, and let's add that what, what they're really talking about doing, we have a Congress that if they wanted to change these immigration laws, could. And why don't they? Because you have two very different sides of this story. What the, what the left calls immigration reform is basically uh, get, getting rid of of criminal penalties or, or severely reducing them. And what the right wants is tougher immigration law. And there's just been no compromise whatsoever. But, uh, you know, with, when you talk about having a sanctuary city policy, what you're saying is that you can't change, you, Cong, you, you basically are going to override what Congress passed. Right, right, yeah, it's a good point. If you don't like the law, change it. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Deborah, great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. If Kamala Harris continues to rise in the polls, and who knows if she will or not, but if she continues to, people will start turning their fire on her, and her past will be uh, given a good look. And from both sides, from both sides, from yeah. yeah, other Democrats or Republicans. The media is not so interested in getting to the bottom of things, but um, other other candidates may, and we'll see how she holds up. Final thought from me: uh, You seventeen percent who approve of Congress. What would it take for you to not approve of Congress? They came to your house and shot your dog dead in your backyard. Would you still approve of Congress? What if they, like, invited China to, to run the judicial branch? Would you still hang with them? Because I'm having a hard time understanding exactly what it would take for y'all to be critical of Congress. You're pretty easy going. I'll give you that. Armstrong and Getty. 
Armstrong and Getty Show. We should mention the latest poll that is out. This one is from CNN SSRS, whatever the heck that is. Uh, Joe Biden, since their last poll, is down 10 Oof. at 22%. This is a national poll. National polls are mostly stupid. But uh, Kamala Harris is up 9, so she's at 17, so the gap is now 5. And, and uh, Elizabeth Warren is third at 15. Bernie's down 4. So your two ups are Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren, which I think anybody would have said out of the debates. Um. But still not in that top tier is uh, Julian Castro, who had a heck of a good debate on that first night. Did any of the the one percenters jump above to like a like a two or a four? Pete Pete is actually in this poll down one to four percent, which surprised me. Huh. I'm telling you, he came off as kind of weak. But so right now that first tier is only Biden, Harris, Warren, and Sanders, and Biden and Sanders both head in the wrong direction. Now, my portfolio of these candidates on this betting website I'm on was up $8.50 earlier today. I had invested $100. I wasn't going to say how much, but I'll tell you this. $100. Now, if I had been a thousand, that would have been a 85. If I'd invested 10,000, I'd be up $850. If only I'd bet $10,000 on politics. That are, would have been the smart thing to do. There are currently only, I think, four candidates that qualify for the next round of debates. Perfect. Uh, which, you know, I don't know if Ford would be perfect, but certainly enough to fit on one stage in one night would be perfect. Yeah. And uh, I saw Julian Castro on a couple of shows over the weekend. He's really a good candidate. Um, he, he's, 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 he, he, he could do well. His policies are insane. Well, yeah. But he's, he's good pitching. at pitching them. Yeah. He's, he's good at that. Yeah. <clears throat> Stinking Nike, if you're just tuning in. They yanked out of stores a America-themed sneaker. How about actually Featuring bought these? the America, the original American flag, the Betsy Ross flag with the circle of thirteen stars. I might actually bought a pair of those. I haven't seen them. What they look like? Because NFL star turned activist Colin Kaepernick told the company it shouldn't sell a shoe with a symbol that he and others consider offensive. That was hurtful. That symbol is hurtful. Hurtful is the new code word that Cory Booker is always throwing that one around. Sean, did you have a comment? Yeah, um, if I understand how these things work, you'll be able to get those shoes probably secondhand from some delivery store driver, whoever was picking them up off the shelves. They're going to be available, but it'll be on secondhand websites (laughs) for much, much more than the MSRP. They got to go somewhere. I wonder if, you know, I would almost tip my cap to Nike if this is some sort of stunt and they're developing some sort of secondary rarity market that they're selling to the uh, the shoe uh, Junkie suppliers of the world. Is there a chance that there's some confusion between the colonial flag and the Confederate flag? Uh, there is a chance. Oh. There's a very good chance of that, oh, Sean. No. There's a no, very good surely chance. Surely people that. aren't that ignorant. Of course, we don't teach kids American history in school except the the, the sins and the, uh, the, 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 the. It's a terrible country. Howard Zinn taught me to hate America. Well, I asked my son yesterday, my third grader, I said, Fourth of July is Thursday. I said, Do you know what Fourth of July is? He had no idea. Now, I don't know if that's because he wasn't paying attention when they taught it. <laughs> or they haven't taught it, but uh, oh yeah, the, these these shoes. Well, that's a it's got a little flag on the heel. Yeah, it's red, white, and blue uh, coloring. It's got the flag on the heel with the the circular of the thirteen stars. We're in a weird place though, where one of the biggest shoe companies in the world can't have a, a shoe with an American flag on it. Right. That that's just that's strange to me. 
Well, I wonder if this is some sort of middle ground will move through and companies will have to. And we're seeing a little of this already. Companies realize, wait a minute, everybody's always aggrieved about everything. So unless we want to constantly be pulling our cookies from the shelves or our cereal or our shoes or our insurance services or never advertise, we're going to get a dozen emails from somebody who claims to be aggrieved or some activist athlete is going to claim to be aggrieved. And maybe corporations will just get a thicker skin because they're normally they're just terrified of any controversy. We've seen it plenty in the radio business. You know, you got you have radio execs who understand the nature of the business and they understand the nature of activism. And they say, yeah, there are some people mad at you. Don't worry about it. I'll handle it. And then you got those who aren't hip to the way it happens. And they just they panic. And they think, oh, my God, the entire world is turned against us. We must capitulate. We must lay down and show our soft white underbelly or we will be ruined. But that's the last thing you want to do in response to these bullies. Their ideas are so good, they'll they'll win the day. Well, we're we're pretty much to the end of the road, though, aren't we? On the, on the what? If the American flag can be labeled as unacceptable. Right. How much further can you take it? Yeah. Not yeah. a lot. Well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I would have to really uh, work the ridiculous side of the street to come up with an example. Colin Kaepernick. You know, I defended you, son. I defended you, young man. I thought you were wrong, but you were gutsy. You stood up for what you believed, and you know what? You sacrificed. You, you became unpopular. It, it, it absolutely ran you out of the business you're in. Because you're such a PR nightmare, no team wanted to hire you. Gal- and I, you know what? I admire that on one level. But now he's just being obnoxious and dumb. This fits in. Gallup is out with a poll, just came out a couple of minutes ago, on July the 2nd, 2019. Gallup's survey shows just one-third of Americans proud of their country. A record low. We have a record low number of people who are proud of their country. This is what it feels like to live in a dying empire, apparently. I'm proud of my kids. My kids have made plenty of mistakes. I'm proud of myself, and I've done stupid stuff. Proud of my parents. They were imperfect. I'm proud of my country, though it has made mistakes and has sins to atone for. The idea you wouldn't be proud of the, the greatest bastion, proud of the greatest bastion of liberty ever established on earth is just... I don't get you people. I do not understand that you. That poll just came out. We'll dig into some more of the particulars. They asked some other questions, too. We'll do that uh, on the other side of Marshall's News. What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, President Trump's big plans for the 4th in D.C. He's excited, and he'll outline them for you. We've got the worst time to travel over the holiday weekend, and the Kardashians make peace with Japan. Finally. <laughs> I'm so glad Finally. to hear so that. So is this uh, VKJ Day? Victory of the victory of the Kardashians over Japan Day? Will there be marches? Will they meet on the deck of the Missouri and sign paperwork? <laughs> well, I got a little bit of time. I'll read you the headline from Gallup since this just came out. Oh, boy. A survey released just moments ago found that just a third of Americans are proud of the U.S. political system and social safety net. Okay, that's the headline. Oh, okay. According All to right. the Gallup poll released days ahead well, of the 4th of July. I'm deeply ashamed of our political system, so I've switched sides. One-third of Americans view the U.S. political system as a source of pride. Well, uh, that's an odd question. Gallup did not ask why they are not proud of the political system, but a survey by the Pew Research Center published last year found that 76% of the U.S. public believes the government is run by a few big interests rather than for the benefits of people. Fair enough. Um... 
I realize I'm annoying when it comes to polls because I always nitpick. But if somebody said, are you proud of our political system? I would say, what do you mean? <laughs> How proud are you to be an American? Okay. Hit you with that number when oh, we come boy. back. Is and, my head going to explode? And it's the lowest since Gallup started asking the question. Oh, no. So uh, is your head going to explode over that? It may. It may. Finally, some good fireworks. Boy, whoop, for out, the- whoop out your phone. If Joe's head explodes. How proud are you? I don't Pizza. Armstrong and Getty. So I'll just hit you with kind of the headline, and then we'll dig into it more with our next segment. But Gallup asked people, the polling organization asked people, how proud are you to be an American? The group of people that said extremely proud is the lowest since they started asking the question. Wow. And it's at 45%. That's pretty good, though. That gives me hope. Overall, I was braced for a lower number than that. All overall, seventy percent are proud to be Americans. Way to go, folks! Forty-five percent okay. extremely proud. But it's my going, head will remain unexploded. It's going down, but we can we can dig into it. Uh, political views, ages, that sort of stuff's kind of interesting. Yeah. News now with Marsha Phillips. We've got a bit of a mystery going on right now. Vice President Mike Pence's plane has been recalled to Washington D.C. for it's a an, coup for an unspecified <laughs> Obama, emergency. Obama, it's an Obama coup. Pence was headed to New Hampshire to talk about opioid abuse. NBC News is quoting a White House source as saying something came up and the vice president had to be back at the White House. Now, that's funny. The initial report I said was mechanical. Uh, I saw was mechanical problem. Evidently, that was and you fell as for often. That. Wow. Okay, I'm well, a you'll sap. just fall for anything. Look in his uh-huh. mouth over there. I'd uh-huh. say. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, they're saying he was recalled back to D.C. So we'll have to see how that uh, plays out. Why is the vice president, whose office is former, uh, famously not worth a bucket of warm spit? Uh, what's the point of recalling him? What's going on? The fact that they won't say is the only reason why I want to know. I hope it's not, you know, a, an illness in his family or something like that. Yeah, we'll find out, I guess. President Trump, meanwhile. Can the president replace the vice president? Can he say, you know what? I've changed my mind. I want somebody different. Can he do that? Uh, no. No? He's got to be impeached. Really? Or resign. Right. Yeah. Well, the system we have now is, is funny, because originally you voted separately for yeah, the sure. veep and, uh, and the president. And so you could have second. one of each party or whatever. So Hillary would have been vice president. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you got to put cameras in the White House then. Turn it into a reality show. Meanwhile, President Trump is planning to highlight the nation's military might during his 4th of July event on the National Mall this week. Trump inviting everyone to the Salute to America event. We're going to have a great 4th of July in Washington, D.C. It'll be like no other. It'll be special. And I hope a lot of people come. And it's going to be uh, about this country. And it's a salute to America. And I'm going to be here. And I'm going to say a few words. And we're going to have planes going overhead, the best fighter jets in the world and other planes too and we're gonna have some tanks stationed outside i gotta tell you back in the mid 80s i was actually in dc for the july 4th concert and fireworks oh, and i bet that's wonderful it was amazing absolutely amazing got thousands of people out in the mall bit humid yeah bit hot of course and humid sure. but for some reason i picture the beach boys playing I know they played. I've I've seen that on PBS. Most years, yes. I think they did play the, the ancient, year I was there. The ancient Beach Boys. Well, they weren't quite as ancient when I saw them. The but. Beach Men. 
Uh, the U.S. consul in Hong Kong is now condemning violence among government critics, but says all should have the right to express their views peacefully. But Kurt Tong said the intention of those seeking to bring change where it was good. He said the U.S. was disappointed to see the violence and the vandalism by the pro-democracy protesters, though, at the Legislative Council building on Monday night. Yeah, you gave China an excuse to crack down. But, you know, who am I to tell somebody who's actually got a communist dictatorship muscling in and taking away their rights one by one how to act? But China will absolutely cite that when when the, the bricks come down, whatever form they take. Well, I tell you, you should certainly be shocked by this. You're back out in your backyard, you're sunbathing in the garden, and all of a sudden... Yes, I often am, yes. All of a sudden, a body falls out of the sky and lands right next to you. Durr. People in the London neighborhood still in shock after a stowaway's body fell from a jet and landed in the garden. Police believe the stowaway fell from a Kenya Airways flight that was coming in to land at Heathrow Airport was in London. Was it the classic uh, crouching on the landing gear thing? And yep. How are yeah. they? Absolutely right. Uh, the person okay? who fell, how are they doing? They are uh, very, very dead. Very squished. Do they think they were dead? That's rough. Do they believe they were dead when they fell, like they froze to death and fell out? Or He was in the landing gear after, oh gosh, after the nearly nine-hour flight from Nairobi. So Oof, That's a rough one. You know, I, had one, I read a bunch about this sort of thing. I was probably a teenager. I can't remember, but uh, a lot of times people pass out yeah. from the lack of oxygen. And they're still alive, but then the uh, landing gear comes down, the doors open and right. everything, and they just tumble out. Huh. Yeah, it's Gotta rough. have a plan for that. Rough. All right, if you're traveling for the holiday weekend, and who isn't, since the 4th of July is falling on Thursday this year, AAA says oh, almost 2 million Americans are going to be traveling over the holiday. Thanks to commuters hitting the road, here is a heads up. The worst time to travel is going to be Wednesday between 4.30 and 6.30 p.m. local time. So that's the time to avoid. I'm going to be traveling toward my local watering hole, I believe, at that time of day. So your different, your complicated studies show that rush hour on Wednesday <laughs> yes. afternoon is when it's going to be the worst. Yes, holiday. Indeed. I'm taking notes. Man. Well, that's that's triple A. This I mean, info is really right? going to give me the jump on everyone else. <laughs> uh, Judy and I are hauling Heine on the very morning yeah. of July the fourth. I ain't going nowhere, aren't you? Staying by home and hearth. There's nothing more American than that, Jack. Except traveling, like me. Indeed. <laughs> it's more and American. Got to give you an update. Kim Kardashian West is capitulating. She is changing the name of her new underwear line. The original name was Kimono, but the reality star got so much backlash she announced on social media over the weekend that the name is getting Kim the boot. Kim Jong-un now. Uh, getting the boot. Most people who complained were saying using the term kimono is cultural appropriation of Japanese culture. Sure it is. It is. And it looks nothing like a kimono. It is unclear what the new name might be. Sort of people that have time to worry about that sort of thing, I congratulate you on having such a soft, easy life. That's all you got to worry about. You spend your afternoon posting outraged comments online over that? Seriously. There must be a way. Get Einstein to work on this. And if he's dead, revive him. How can I buy their time? We need to somehow take their time away from them and sell it to people who have, you know, getting something done in mind. I'm sure a number of the folks in the audience, especially those of you with small children, would be willing to pay richly for somebody else's two and a half hours. 
Meanwhile, the U.S. is going to be playing England today in their Women's World Cup semifinal match in Lyon, France. Rematch of the game in 1774, if you hear what I'm saying. Mm. And our Benedict Arnold has purple hair and is running around the field. Oh, no need to. Oh, so divisive. Well, the defending hmm. champion U.S. is facing a British team that has not given up a goal in their four games in the tournament. What? Wow. Really? Yep. This wow. could be this could be the match to watch. They got some stiff upper lippy defense. Do those uh, those British gals? Yeah, they do. That's your news. I'm Marshall That's Phillips. Kind of like what Hitler ran into back in the day, huh? Yeah. Wow. I'm Marshall Phillips on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Managed to work Hitler in. I'm going to see if I can offend Nazi everybody Germany. by the end of this segment. <laughs> the conscience of the nation. You know what I hate about Spaniards. Oh, are we out of time? Oh, Damn it. That's the, too bad. The Gallup poll is out. Things we're proud of and not proud of, whether it's America or the military or our culture or um, our political system or whatever. How proud are we? I can tell you the numbers on uh, how proud we are of America. The very, the very proud is at the lowest number they've ever had. Mm. We can break that down a little troubling. more if you want to. I don't know if it's troubling or not. Michael, I've got one United States dollar with a beautiful portrait of George Washington right on the front of it. If you'll play me that Lee Greenwood song when we come back. <laughs> Fantastic. So you can look for that and the Gallup poll information all on the way. Man, that's, that'll keep you around. I know it will. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. You see, you could put me in the extremely proud Thank chunk of people of uh, people who are proud of America, and I still don't ever want to hear this song again in my life. What? Because the flag still stands for freedom. I'm even a Lee Greenwood fan. I guarantee you there ain't nobody else here who's ever played a Lee Greenwood record like I have. And I'm proud to be an American. And I still don't ever want to hear, I still don't ever want to hear this song again in my life. I hear you, comrade. <laughs> yep, you got to get to the high part, Michael. It's the hook. <laughs> Crank it. And I gladly stand up oh, that's good stuff. His ex-wife used to call in the show all the time. Really? Yeah. I hope she's well. Shout out, former Mrs. Greenwood. How proud are you to be an American, Gallup asked. As heck. And uh, how much do you want to quibble with the question? Joe's the one who usually quibbles with the questions. That's what I do. I'm a quibbler. That's what I was born to do. Proud to be an American? Proud's an interesting word because I'm happy. I'm incredibly happy. I'm incredibly happy that I was born in this country and so were my kids. I mean, it just makes life so much easier than so many other places you could be born. I, I Pride, though, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't create the system or anything like that. I don't know. Do I come out of, come out from a standpoint of pride because are, I happen to be born in the best system? That's some pretty quibblesome quibbling, yeah, but yeah. it's a good point. Um, are you proud of the principles for which this country stands? Sure, of course. You're proud to hold those as your own principles. Yeah. As am so, I. Okay. So, anyway, so overall... Free speech, the people are sovereign, not the government, the redress of grievances, the rest of it. It's all going away, but I'm proud of it. So 45% of Americans overall are extremely proud. That's the lowest number we've had since they started the survey. 
need to point out that they started the survey in 2001 when we were at a very, very high patriotic moment. Yeah. Right after 9-11. And the fact that it's gone down from 9-11 is not surprising to me. Forgive me if I'm stealing your thunder. Do they break it down by age? Because uh, the, the poor kids being indoctrinated year after year in their schooling right through college that this is an awful country, the worst country. They break it down in every way you can imagine. And I'll get okay. to that in just a second. Okay. Overall, 70% of Americans say they are proud to be an American's. That would be either extremely, very, extremely or very. Yeah, I guess that adds up to 70%. Quite. Um, When you get down to the other end of the question, though, not at all or only a little. Um, You've got 3% not at all, 9% only a little. Wow, you'd get the idea it was like 40%. Well, if you break it down by conservative or liberal... Break it down. And a lot of the information that you get about what the country is like comes from liberal media, so they would more likely feel this way, too. The not at all proud of this country for liberals is 8%. For conservatives, it's zero. And for only moderately proud, it's 16% for liberals. Okay. And 5%. So the difference between conservatives and liberals is eight versus a quarter. Almost a quarter of liberals... Uh, would say that they are not at all or only a little proud of their country, which is pretty interesting. One out of four. Hmm. That's a pretty high number. Yeah. I understand you need all different kinds of people to, you know, you need a certain crowd that's not not happy with what things are to push to make things better or whatever, sure. but yep. they, it's just it's a weird way to go through life, feeling like you live in a bad country. Well, perspective means everything. It really does. And maybe it's just my mood. I'm feeling a little more forgiving than usual, but... Like, I was listening to Nakedly Progressive Radio uh, this morning, yesterday, I can't remember, NPR. And they were talking about old Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and that deal in Ukraine. And I was trying to find this video, but my computer's all screwed up. But uh, you've probably seen the video of Joe Biden bragging at the Council on Foreign Relations saying, yeah, they're investigating. <laughs> I told Ukraine, you better call that prosecutor off that case or you're not going to see any money. <laughs> He's talking about this a few years ago. And this is the prosecutor is going after his son's company's uh, alleged uh, corruption. And and it's just, it's not good. The stuff he says out loud astounds me sometimes. But anyway, it's not good. Well, so I'm listening to Nakedly Progressive Radio this morning, and they said there have been accusations that uh, Joe Biden uh, interfered on his son's behalf in Ukraine, but there was no evidence that we could find of that. And I thought... I mean, I'm beyond outraged that those people lie systematically. But I thought, man, you're poor listeners. You probably have listeners of good conscience who are trying to figure out what's going on in the world. And you just denied them a key bit of information just because it didn't fit your ideology. And listen, here's the difference. And then we always get the emails. Well, you guys don't call out Sean Hannity for being a hypocrite. We don't claim to be... Some sort of neutral, all-seeing news outlet. We advocate a position here. We're more honest than most about the flaws of our own positions or people we tend to agree with, but we don't claim to be what CNN claims to be or what NPR claims to be. We're advocating a point of view here, and proudly so. Back to the Gallup poll, things you're very but proud of. But we do of. love everybody. So they broke it down on various things. What are people the most proud of when they made a long list? It's almost a tie between the military and American scientific achievements. Around 90% of Americans are very proud of the U.S. military and very proud of American scientific achievements. Yeah, that seems solid to me. 
I'm I'm super proud of our our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, Coast Guard, etc. Um, it's they're inter- terrific. It's interesting to me that we have 90% very proud of our military, but spend so little time thinking about where they are and what they're doing and whether it's for any point. Right. And listen, I made this point about cops the other day. Uh, conservatives sometimes, and here you go. Here's an example. You almost never hear this from conservative shows or libertarian shows, which we kind of think of ourselves as. You should absolutely be respectful of cops and, and the military. Very respectful and understand deeply the dangerous things they do and how they serve the rest of us and how society would break down without them. There's a difference between respect and wor- worshipfulness. I mean, like the, there was the, the story in Africa where those special forces guys get killed. And according to what I read, which I thought was pretty solid journalism, there was a series of absolutely irresponsible decisions made, terrible decisions. And everybody just kind of winked and nodded and didn't prosecute and let everybody get away with it. Now, I wasn't there. I could be wrong on my perception. But if you descend into worshipfulness, then you end up with stuff you don't want. In, in, and in, in many cases where the actual fighting guys take the brunt of it. So be, always be skeptical. So on the question of what you were most proud of, like I recently cracked top 1,000 rank in one of the video games I play. Was yes. that an option on there? Because I was really proud when I did that. I don't know. Excellent oh, stuff. Okay. I made a hole in one once. <laughs> You're pretty proud of that. Yep. <laughs> awesome. That was good stuff. Right in the hole. I don't want the show to be over, but I am ready to listen to the final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Yeah. Is that uh, yeah. Justin Bieber? Yeah. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody uh, just to wrap things up for the hour. Uh, There he is pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Okay, let me give you a list here. Um, We got Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Missouri, uh, South Carolina. These are some of the states with the most lax fireworks laws. Yes! You know where to go now. Get in the car, start driving. You can get there in time. The good states. Heck yeah. Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Final thought? Frankfurter Fun Facts. July is National Hot Dog Month, and on Independence Day, Americans will enjoy 150 million hot dogs, and if they were laid end-to-end, it would be enough to stretch from Washington, D.C. to L.A. more than five times. What idiot would ever lay them end-to-end? That's my question. Positive Sean, your final thought? Yeah, really subpar performance for me today. Nothing was working. The words in my head were not matching the words coming out of my mouth. And while I, I can't promise I'll be better tomorrow, I promise I won't be worse. <laughs> the, by the way, the, the boss wants to see you, and you're supposed to pull down your pants on the way in. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yes, I'm still on the tail end of some mystery ailment. I went to the doctor yesterday, and they said it's just a virus and will run its course. It's amazing to me that human beings can get as sick as I was the last couple of days, and it's just part of being alive, but apparently that's the way it works. Are you sure it's not uh, LOC? Lack of character? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't try hard enough. We well, tried not to. Exactly. exactly. Uh, my final thought, and this is kind of to positive Sean, who's uh, taken up barbecuing lately. Deliciousness to effort, and adults and kids love it. Pork tenderloin. Chop it into one-inch hockey pucks. Put it in a bag with your favorite marinade. Teriyaki, sweet and savory, whatever you like for a couple, two, three hours in the fridge. Then you take it up, you put it on the grill. It takes you about ten minutes to grill it. Everybody loves it. Pork tenderloin, you say? Pork tenderloin, my friend. If you're looking for a loin that's tender, there's no better place to look than the tenderloin. Not to be confused with San Francisco's tenderloin district, which is not yummy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com for all the clicks we mentioned. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. The show's over. Bye-bye. The guy is just a complete ass. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.